This is Hero's Dream, in which Jesse McAllister wrote and Ricky Davis sang. Crawl out of the bottle that morning. The morning sun hit hard with no warning. Time heals all wounds, they say. But the pain just won't go.
Hello there, and welcome back to Chit and Chat, the Encouraging One on Podcast. I hope you're doing well here in the brand new year of 2023. And thank you for checking out this uplifting and encouraging podcast. This podcast has given me the ability to reach out to people from all walks of life, from up-and-coming musicians to comedians, sports personalities, and many, many others. I've had some amazing conversations with people who had fallen to drug and alcohol addictions, but found their way back in life and helping others fight those addictions. I have talked with someone who was sex trafficked for several years, and now she is speaking with schools and colleges, as well as helping the FBI track those kids down who have been kidnapped and aren't in this horrible, horrible situation. And today, my guest joins us from the great state of South Carolina. He's a veteran who served in the Army and in Desert Storm. He started writing about eight years ago, writing short poems and sayings, and he goes by the name Midnight Writer. I will ask him how he got that name. And he also writes and sings songs. And one of the songs we'll be discussing today is called Hero's Dream. He recently won an award for it. He wrote this song to help prevent veteran suicide. And he never dreamed he'd be winning an award for this song, but I'm excited to talk with him. Uh, My brother, not my blood, but by the armed forces because I was in the Navy, uh, Mr. Jesse McAllister. And, And my goal for each interview I do, my hope is to bring some encouragement to somebody out there. But before we get started with our interview today, if you're struggling or having thoughts of suicide, stop right now. Stop right now what you're doing and call someone, talk to someone. You can call 988. This is the Suicide in Crisis Hotline. A brand new phone line dedicated for those who are in a situation where they're thinking about suicide. This is a 24-hour line to call. That's 988. Let's get going. This is Chin Chat, the encouraging one on our podcast. What's always about encouraging others, my guest, Jesse McAllister. Hello, Jesse. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, sir. You hear me all right? Yeah, awesome. How you doing today? Oh, pretty good. Getting ready to watch the Georgia game. All right. We'll make, yeah. it, we'll make it short and sweet to the point. We'll just get, just get the ball rolling. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. Jesse McAllister. I came across him on Facebook, and he's had a, a great story. Can't wait to talk with him here on the Chit and Chat Encouraging One Hour Podcast. Thanks for taking the time out of your busy day. Um, I appreciate you uh, having me on. Before we get into some fun conversations, I like to throw some icebreaker questions at my guest, uh, five. Uh, this cause this portion of the podcast is brought to you by Takiza. They're a local to- taco shop in the area, and they have five kinds of tacos. Do you like some tacos, sir? Oh yes. <laughs> you you over in South Carolina? Any any hot spots of tacos over there? Here you at? Uh, they got several like uh, smaller uh, Mexican places. But uh, right. can't their names right off the top of my head, but but they're pretty good. Nice. Question number one. If I was okay. planning a road trip to see you in your neck of the woods, what three places are a must-see and why? Must-see. <laughs> uh, 
probably the mountains, I guess, because it's just beautiful and there's a lot to see. Uh, we're right at the edge of the Blue Ridge Mountains where I'm at. And uh, nice. a lot of stuff to see. And uh, of course, we've got a lot of lakes to see uh, Lake Kiwi, Jocasti, Hartwell. Um, the scenery is just wonderful. And of course, I don't, I don't live far from Clemson if you're a Clemson fan. Uh, I'm, I'm from Arkansas, actually. So I live in Washington State, but I grew up in Arkansas. So I'm a big Razorback fan. Awesome. So I pull for Arkansas and whoever beats Alabama, I'm good for. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Uh, I, I still love some sweet tea. Well, me too. Uh, what are your three favorite meals to eat? Three seafood, Mexican, and Chinese, I guess. Okay. Uh, if you could wake up tomorrow with a brand new skill that you didn't have today, what skill would that be? Uh, getting out of bed. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, professional fisherman? Huh? Professional yeah, fisherman? <laughs> yeah. Uh, playing more instruments, I guess. <laughs> okay. Okay. How many do you play now? Uh, I've been trying to learn the, the guitar and uh, just dabbling with the piano. Uh, question number four, are you a summer, fall, spring, or winter person? Uh, probably fall. Okay. Uh, I like spring, too, but uh, the pollen kind of gets me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet the, bet the colors over uh, South Carolina, right? But the colors are pretty amazing. The, 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 you know, the, oh, it's beautiful. And oh, that's back to the mountains. Uh, when you, you go up in the mountains when it's fall, the leaves mm -hmm. are just beautiful. Nice. Uh, what's your best piece of advice you've ever received from anyone? Anyone. Hmm. Parents, friends. Uh, stay out of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it worked, man. Uh, just do your best. Uh, and like I tell my boys, uh, uh, just do your best. That's all I'll ever ask of them. Do your best. Yeah, yeah. Because that's all you can do is your best. And yeah. as long as they're, I know they're trying their best at stuff, then, you know, I'm happy. My dad always said, whatever you do, you do your best. You've got to clean latrines all your life. He was that's an army right. guy. Just do your best. Yeah. <laughs> and he's I, right. I was, go ahead. I said he's right. <laughs> that's true. I cleaned, I was in the Navy. I cleaned many latrines. Oh, we, yeah. We call other words. That's not podcast words. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've had to clean a few myself in the army. Uh, for my listener, not you are. Can you give us a little brief bio about yourself? Uh, my name's Jesse McAllister. I'm from South Carolina. Uh, I'm a songwriter, and uh, I served in the military. Uh, I served in Desert Storm. Uh, I love music. I love to write. Uh, I have two 15-year-old boys that uh, I thank the world of. And and uh, that's about it, I guess. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm sure I'll think of more later, but, you know. Did you grow up in South Carolina, or what did you grow up at? I was an Army brat. And, uh, okay. By the, by the time I was five years old, we went from, like, Alaska to Germany to all over the place. Oh, wow. What place do you remember the most? Uh. Probably South Carolina, because uh, 
he that's where he met my mom at Fort Jackson. And uh that's where I was born at Fort Jackson. Okay. And, and then my dad's people live up this way, so uh toward around toward Wahala. So uh I lived up here after he got out of the army from thirteen on up. Okay. And then I joined the military myself and then I was all over the place again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what were some of your goals and dreams when growing up? Was I'm, I'm, I'm guessing writing wasn't on the top of your list, was it? No, actually not, because uh, I was dyslexic in school, and uh, I never thought of myself as a writer. But I wanted to have my own business and stuff. You still there? Help? Did yeah. a disability kind of help you in your writing skills as you grew up? Um. I didn't really even think about writing. I got a lot of music friends and always have. And and uh, my son, Shane, when he was about, I guess, about five, he started trying to come up with his own songs. I thought, I'll try to help him do songs and stuff. And then uh, I started trying to teach myself. And, and then I was about to give up writing. And then uh, when he was about nine, I guess, he said, uh, Daddy, just keep on writing. And uh, by the time I'm 13, I'll be able to help you. So he's been a lot, real big help since then. That's cool. But uh, if it hadn't been for him to say, just keep trying and I'll help you later, I, I might have gave up on it. But, uh, that's it pretty cool. A, you get the encouragement for your kids. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, but it, it was a challenge and it still is. I get them to proofread stuff, you know, that I might not see. I know what's in my head, but mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. on paper, I might not write it down right. I might like leave out a word or something like as I'm typing on yep. my phone and uh in my head, it's there, but it's not there. <laughs> I would say, oh, I've been saying, I, type, I do a lot of emails at work, and, and yeah. I'm like, I have to go back and proofread, and, and thank gosh for grammar spell, you know, grammar check. My goodness, it yeah. saves me a lot. <laughs> yeah, I hate, like, posting something, especially, like, if I do one of these little reels that I do, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll leave out a word or something, as long as it's, if people wonder, did he mean to leave that out? You know? <laughs> <laughs> my my <laughs> wife catches mine, and I had to go. She goes, did you, you, you the word or double double? Did you just go ahead? So I go and edit it, mine. So, yeah, she's my proofreader most of the time after I post it. <laughs> my son, Shane, he'll 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 text me every, every now and then. He said, Dad, did you know you, you spelled this or you left out this word or whatever? <laughs> Then I got to go back and I try to go back before like a hundred people have seen it, you know? Right. <laughs> It'll be like 200 people have read it. I said, well, it's too late now. <laughs> so you joined the army because of your, you got your influence because of your dad? Uh, yeah. And then uh, after I got out of high school, I just kind of wasn't going nowhere and I just wanted to get out and get away and make something of myself. So, mm-hmm. and then uh, I used the GI bill and, uh, and I didn't know there was going to be a war. So <laughs> I got out for about six months and then uh, I got called back for active duty for a desert storm. And I said, what are the odds? <laughs> How long but, were you in? Uh, I was in three years and then I got out for about six months. And then I went in for, I guess, about nine months while the war was going on. And then I like I got two ETSs, basically. Yeah, Eighty nine and get out in ninety three. I was already in a truckston. I was in a boat my most of my career. I did a lot of facts and that's out of the world. So, yeah, I sometimes wondered if I wish I should have went in the navy, but but uh, it's all done now. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you still kind of in contact with some of your buddies from the military? You talk to some oh, yeah. guys? Oh, oh yeah, uh, I talk to them every now and then. What, what, and I got 
few of them on Facebook. Okay. And what did you do in the Army? Well, I went in uh, with uh, a 52 Charlie. That's power generation and uh, uh, air conditioning and heating and mm-hmm. a bunch of other stuff. And then uh, and I was going to have my own air conditioning heating business when I got out. And then I changed my mind. I got tired of crawling under houses and up in attics and stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. But looking back, they had like helicopter mechanic and stuff like that. I said, that's what I should have done. But, you know, you can't go back and redo it. Yeah. If there's ever a song, you know, should have, could have, would have, you know, yeah. and didn't. Uh, interesting. I'm sure we think of that, you know, should have, could have, would have. And, I probably uh, will write one now that we you mentioned that. <laughs> I have you to thank you're welcome. for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> a plan for us, you know. He gets where we are today. You know, either left or right or later, you know, and he gets where we we are are in our lives. So, right, uh, everything happens for a reason, I believe. Amen. Can you share about when you first started writing? Some eight years ago, right? Yeah. What was your first? kind of thing you wrote was like a poem or something or what um oh uh cancer song um rainbows touch the sky Mm. and uh my boys was because i had a lot of people die of cancer in my family and some almost died and and then i had a lot of friends that had a hard time with cancer and uh mary i can't pronounce her name uh palermo uh, anyway, she's a poet and a songwriter, and she helped me write my first song about cancer. You wanna, and, was it a, 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 a song about cancer? That's pretty cool. Yeah, um, I should have showed that to you in my list of songs, but uh, yeah, that was my first one, and uh, and then after that, I, I was I started really cranking them out. Okay, you. you... You, now you receive encouragement from your kids. You receive encouragement from your friends and family on, as you began writing. Kind of the words when you write something it's from, from the heart, you know. And what kind of encouragement did you get? Um. Well, like you said, everything I write from from my heart, from other people or mm-hmm. stuff I see people going through, or um, like Hero's Dream. You know, I, I read a article where like a. 20 i think 20 to 22 vets kill themselves every day mm-hmm. yeah yeah. and uh anyway uh i just i thought wow and, uh, and i wrote that song kind of based on myself and people i know and and my dad was a bit on bed he had a hard time you know after he come back and uh he had bad dreams for a long time mm. and uh so i'm kind of that song's kind of me and a lot of people i've known when i was writing it and uh but yeah, everything is kind of about me or about other people I know. Okay. When, then, when writing, when writing a song, what comes first—the lyrics or just kind of a, a, a few words that you kind of work around? How does that work for you? Uh, a lot of times a hook. Okay. Somebody will say a hook or something, and then I'll, and then I'll just keep adding to it. I'll start writing off like a little poem or something, and all my little poems. I can easily just transfer them over into a song because uh, if you notice, like all my little poems are like short uh, verses or courses. Yep, yep. And, uh, and then I could just put them all together into a song. How did they all... name? Go ahead, go ahead. 
but they all kind of start with uh, basically a hook. Okay. And I build around that. How did it name Midnight Rider come to be? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, pretty, that is pretty I worked, cool. I worked a lot of third shift, and um, and some nights, you know, you might not get a break, and another night, you might not be doing nothing. And uh, I worked as a electrician on third shift at several plants on the night shift, and uh, I would just start writing, and uh, and usually about right midnight, you know, when everything quiets down, that's when I started doing most of my writing. So I just started calling myself Midnight Writer. <laughs> But I'm not on, on <laughs> I'm not on third shift anymore. I'm first shift now. But okay. But that's just that name. I I just been using it so long. Everybody's starting to notice it. And I, I, I saw you're part of the International Singer Songwriter Association. What did that yes. mean to you when you uh, got affiliated with those guys and getting more influence and and kind of encouragement from those? Guys? Oh, it's uh. It's uh, everything, really. Uh, there's so many people that, and like you're saying, helping other people. Mm. That's what this whole organization is about, is helping other people. Nice. It's just, uh, I met so many from there that have uh, helped me a lot. And and uh, Ricky Davis and uh, Erman, uh, I met them through uh, ISSA. Okay. And, uh, and a bunch of others. And, uh, and, if I hadn't, it hadn't. If it wasn't for ISSA, I wouldn't have met Ricky, and then we wouldn't have had that song that won award. And uh, like I said, everything just kind of happens for a reason, I guess. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, and we'll talk about that song now. Actually, "Hero's Dream," when I, which is in this podcast, and I'm gonna open this podcast with that song. And yeah. Your song "Hero's Dream." Uh, is a matter of it's about veteran suicide, which you mentioned. Can you share more about how the song really came about? You you kind of were reading and just kind of the stats hit you in the face, or what? Yeah, it did hit me in the face. I thought, wow. And then, uh, and then I kind of thought about my own when it starts off, uh, crawled out of a bottle that morning. Actually, uh, I used to try to drink my problems away and stuff. And, uh, that's that song is like me, I don't drink mm. anymore, but, um, but uh, and then uh, the dreams and all that stuff is like my dad. Everything just kind of because uh, I know so many people that's had a hard time. And then and uh, I've once I started talking about doing this song, uh, so many people have opened up about how many people they know that actually killed themselves. Mm-hmm. They were in the military. Yeah. So it hit home. I've had a few friends who I personally know that have gone through the pain of losing a loved one to suicide, and a good friend of mine a few years ago actually. Yeah, into uh, his life, and I still, to this day, I just kind of wish I would check on him more often, and 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 uh, lost connection with him, and, and I think about him and his family a lot. And so, can you can you share about some of the lyrics, like the course of "Hero's Dream" for us? Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, it's funny when like somebody asks you something about something you wrote, just like hmm. <laughs> 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 I had to go back and look at my own song. <laughs> but Been a um, while. Huh? <laughs> yeah um anyway i just wanted to i guess uh i really didn't change everything i just uh i just wrote it kind of off the top of my head okay. and um like i said it's kind of like a combination of myself and people i know and and i, I know of the hard times they've went through and then and then like you said people that have lost loved ones and stuff and and then uh, 
Well, I wrote, well, we put our heroes on the shelf. You know, most of the time you don't think of veterans until like Veterans Day or Memorial Day or something. And then, and then you don't ever think about them and you don't know if they having trouble or what or, mm-hmm. and then, uh, and then one day they kill themselves or something, but right. we just take it for granted, you know, oh, he's a hero and nobody thinks about him anymore. Mm, yeah. When you want to award this song, let's go back a little bit. You found out you were nominated first. What was your initial thoughts when you were nominated for this award for this song? I thought, well, cool. And then, uh, and, uh, but there's so many people with this organization. I didn't, you know, I didn't really think we'd win anything, but uh, I thought, well, we'll go to Atlanta and I can meet a lot of people that I've talked to. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then uh, they called Ricky Davis <laughs> name out. I thought, Oh my gosh. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, and then we won. You got to head it, you repeat yourself a little bit going, is this real? Am I dreaming? <laughs> yeah. Wow. We just won an award. <laughs> yeah, I talked to some musicians that I've had on this podcast about winning awards. And and some were like, you know, I didn't believe I didn't believe I did that, you know? And then, and so when they hear they all the challenges they faced, they to that song you know like i faced a lot of challenges and and to win an award is pretty amazing it is and i didn't even think about when i wrote it i never even thought about like trying to win an award or nothing i just i just wanted to help other vets Mm -hmm. that might be having a hard time that's all i was thinking of and uh i posted the lyrics on facebook and my friend ricky said we got to do this song he's also a veteran and uh and uh, he dropped everything he was doing and uh they started working on the song and uh and the next thing I know we're winning an award. So it's just kinda it's hard to believe, you know. <laughs> How did you and Ricky Davis meet? Um through ISSA. Well he also did another song for me, uh They'll Cheat on You. And me and uh Ermon, the guitarist I was telling you about. Yeah. Um uh, anyway, he said we need to do a song together and I sent him I was trying to think of something like a rock song and I sent him the lyrics to the they'll cheat on you. And then back, uh, he composed the guitar and the, the music for it. And uh, I thought, dang, that's really good. And then I said, we need to find a, a singer. He said, I know a guy. And he said, uh, and then he introduced me to Ricky Davison and he did the song for us. And then, uh, and then he, then of course that's where we become friends. Times have been hard, you know. I used to do a lot of deliveries. I was, I was a guy. I delivered mm-hmm. low dark dirty. I'm singing myself all the time. Rhythms and beat. Since I get out of the red truck, I forget everything. <laughs> oh, I I write everything down on my phone on my notes. I have I, I have to get extra storage because I write so much. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a problem. Well, that's, that's a good thing, actually. You know, you don't forget anything. We were going to Nashville, me and the boys, to work on a, another song, and uh, and I was trying to get him to listen to Keith Whitley. I said, "You need to listen to him; he's really great." And my oh, son yeah. said, "Did he did he die on the cross?" And I said, uh, "No, I think he died on the bottle." And uh, as soon as I said that, I had to pull the truck over and write it down for I forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you doing? I write this down for I forget. <laughs> it's true because <laughs> i've been like that was really good what was that i can't remember especially when you get older i can't remember nothing oh i, I yeah i'm with you yeah i 
I, I can barely tell you what I had for dinner last night. <laughs> <laughs> but usually I take dinner my, my dinner to lunch for the next day. So I could tell you that. But two yeah. days ago, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I'll set my coffee down or something. <laughs> Drive me nuts. Where did I set my coffee down? How can folks follow you and check out your, your music and your songs and your writing? Mm-hmm. You got a website or you're on Instagram, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I'm on Instagram. Uh, Midnight Rider, Jesse McAllister. And um, I started setting up a web page. I need to go ahead and finish that. And uh, like I said, everything just started really taking off here lately. Even though I've been writing about eight years. That's <laughs> how that works, ain't it? You got any up-and-coming projects you're working on? Uh, yeah. And uh, my son, he's in a, a high school band with some of his friends. And uh, they call themselves Fuzz Cut. And uh, I'm going to start working with him some and try to help him with some songs and uh, mainly keep, keep him going. And uh, and then, of course, uh, I got other friends working on stuff. I'm always working on something. <laughs> <laughs> I always like but to I, ask my guests, uh, you could, if you could share some encouragement with someone out there who could be wavering, perhaps second-guessing their ability to, say, sing or write or run a marathon. Yeah. Encouraging words could you have share with someone today? Um, don't let people tell you you can't. Because mm. uh, when I was back before they really, you know, uh, learned about uh, dyslexia and all that stuff, uh, some of my teachers like, you're just not trying. And, and then they just made me feel stupid after a while. And I just quit trying. Uh, main thing is don't quit trying. Just keep going. And uh, it was hard for me for like the first three years to try to get writing down. And then once I got it, um, I really love it. And my biggest thing, like I said, is uh, don't let anybody tell you you can't. Mm, yeah, true. So many times, and I've, I've mentioned this in my podcast before in other episodes, we get our dreams bullied. You yes. Know, you can't yes. fill in the blank. You can't ride. You can't swim. You can't run. You can't do a marathon. Yeah. And people just quit. And a lot of dreams just stop right there. Yep. As I mentioned, Jesse's song, Hero's Dream, before we chat, I encourage you on a podcast. If you're struggling at all, perhaps having suicidal thoughts, there's a hotline you can call called 988. It's a 24-hour hotline that there is for people, for veterans, for policemen, whoever struggles, struggling and hurting. And you can call and talk to someone and check out his song hero's dream it's very very powerful amazing words by jesse McAllister. and thank you so much for the time today really appreciate talking to you getting your story and some of your songs and i hope we can stay in touch and you know any upcoming sure. songs you have uh mm-hmm. he is he's blessing you and uh as you said earlier he sends you wherever you know wherever you go you go <laughs> right right yeah well, I appreciate you having me on, and uh, it went better than I thought it was. I was thinking, how am I going to talk for 30 minutes? But uh, that went really fast. <laughs> it goes pretty fast, yeah. I, I, I wish you nothing but the best, you and your boys, and, and uh, wish you continued success, and now you do. Thank you for your time and the opportunity to talk to you today. And thank you. Thank you for having me, and uh, let's go watch the football game and go dogs. <laughs> you too. Bye-bye. Here's a video I found about the new 988's call system that helps uh, suicide and and a, a variety of other things. I hope you like it.
Why is there a new number to call for people suffering from a mental health crisis? Starting tomorrow, anyone in the United States can call or text 988 to talk to trained counselors who can help with a mental health issue, including substance abuse. The existing National Suicide Prevention Lifeline number, 1-800-273-8255, that still works, but experts hope this new shorter number will be the 911 for mental health, easier to remember and share. The new number also marks a shift in addressing general mental health concerns, not just suicide prevention. The Lifeline is staffed by an expanded network of mental health professionals, and in some states, callers can be connected to a local crisis team. The counselors are trained to deal with a wide range of issues, everything from self-harm to addiction to suicidal ideation. The chief advocacy officer told the New York Times, this is for anyone who's been through a traumatic event and is still struggling to process it. So what happens when you call 988? Well, you'll first be connected to a local call center, which can connect you to resources or send emergency services if needed. Counselors will try to find out why someone is in distress and provide the caller with concrete next steps. There are also specific options for veterans and Spanish speakers. So if you're struggling and going through the hard and difficult times, please call 988 and talk to someone today. Craving donuts, craving fresh made daily donuts, Lone Star Donuts. They have over 50 flavors. Sprinkles, no sprinkles, field, not field, chocolate, glazed, maple donuts with real bacon, smells. They are so good. So light and so fluffy. These are not your normal donuts. These are Texas style donuts. If you know I've been to Texas, nothing small in Texas. Go see my friends at Lone Star Donuts. Now with two locations. One in Silverdale, Washington at 1087 Maury Place. That phone number is 360-204-5021 in Silverdale or Port Orchard at 2649 Mile Hill Drive. Their number there is 360-443-2600. You can find them on Facebook as well. Lone Star Donuts. Life is happier with donuts. Donuts from Lone Star Donuts. Are you craving some authentic, fresh Mexican food? I got two places for you. Are you ready? You got a pen and paper? One, Takiza Street. It's a mobile food truck located in Silverdale, Washington at 9571 Silverdale Way. They have some of the best breakfast burritos I've ever eaten. My favorite is the barbecued pulled pork burrito. They have other Mexican items as well but burritos breakfast burritos are there are amazing you can reach them at 360-914-9152 that's Takiza Street also at the Kitsap Mall in Silverdale, Washington there's Takiza 
There, they have over five kinds of tacos, burritos, chimichangas, and my favorite there, grilled jalapenos. Delicious. I know, I'm getting you hungry, right? Either Tequiza Street or Tequiza, and their number at the mall is 360-698-4335. Roberto and his staff are amazing. They're friendly, and their food is delicious. Come on by. Check them out. That's Tequiza Street at 9571 Silverdale Way in Silverdale, or Tequiza at the Kids at Mall in Silverdale. 360-698-4335. I'm telling you, they got some of the best Mexican food in Kitsap County. It's locally owned and operated and very, very good. See you there. This is Jessica Linwitty and Bill Mayer. Bad idea. This is Eyes on You by Hunter Lott and Jennifer Malott. Worked all day, now I'm finally free. Headed to the bar, just my friends and me. Pool best place, walking through the door. Weekend plans like never before. Then I turned around. Oh, 
everybody else didn't make a sound Maybe I don't know what you're doing to me It could be this drag or it could be the way you With the lights and music down on I don't know what to do But I got my eyes Thank you so much for being part of the uh, Chit and Chat Encouraging One Line Podcast today. My guest was Jesse McAllister. We shared about him and his story, his uh, his writing, and his he wrote Hero's Dream, which Ricky Davis song, uh, in his opener of this podcast. Great song. And as we shared about awareness for veteran suicide, the new call line nine eight eight, which if you're having any issues. Uh, suicidal thoughts uh, that hotline is 24 hours can help you and, and talk to someone and get the help you need also we had music by uh, Jessica Lynn Whitty and Bill Merrill uh, a good duo there and as well as Jennifer Malott and Harlot also they did do it as well you can find this podcast on Spotify Anchor iHeartRadio, and many other podcasting platforms. We are here to encourage others and have fun conversations. If you're stuck in traffic, if you're taking kids to and from uh, soccer practice, football practice, gymnastics, this podcast is for you. Throw it on, get some songs, an amazing interview by um, some amazing people from all around the world. Thank you for being part of the Chit and Chat. Encourage you one on the podcast. This is Chit and Chat, the encouraging one other podcast. What it's all about, encouraging others. In case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.